When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, baseball family. <laughs> Sorry, when we built this out, you'd said Brad, and now it says Brig, and that's very exciting. We are here live with you. I just completely lost, just utterly got smoked in the uh, dance the dance competition that Brad wins repeatedly these days for the, for the startup music. I'm bringing it. What? I'm bringing it. You're bringing it. I'm around here. You're not just bringing it, Brad. You're slinging it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and we are all better for it. And by all, I mean me. Baseball family, we're really excited to be here with you this Thursday night live. I am Brig. I'll be driving the boat today. And I'm with Mr. Brad, man. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks, Brig. Excellent. I'm very glad to hear that. Let's get started. We have a little bit of uh, a little bit of a longer show tonight because we missed... Slash took Monday off, whatever the Tuesday morning episode didn't come out because of Labor Day. So we're gonna we're gonna get a couple more in today than we normally would. So we're excited that uh, you get to stick with us and wait because there is some very exciting news coming up in the show. We have a reveal for you that is bangerang, right, Brad? Truly bangerang. Truly yes. bangerang. Absolutely. Okay, Julio Arias. Pitcher for the Dodgers, unfortunately, has been put on administrative leave. Specifically, well, I don't know if I'd say unfortunately. He it needed to happen. You're right, but it's unfortunate that we have to tell the story. That's what I mean. It's there unfortunate yeah. that it happened at all. Yeah, he has been placed on administrative leave after a felony domestic violence arrest, and what is constituted as corporal violence of a on a spouse or a cohabitant is how that is defined by major league baseball and the players union. The leave is listed as indefinite. So we do not know when this might change his, this okay. Here's where it gets really sad. This is his second arrest for domestic violence. The that's first the was in, one. yeah, that's the big one. The, and I'll tell you why in a minute. The first one was in 2019, where he was suspended for 20 games. He was not prosecuted in that scenario um, because, and it conditionally, it was conditioned upon his agreeing to and then completing 
a 52-week domestic violence counseling program as dictated by the Players Association of Major League Baseball. And that got him out of the any potential, you know, further consequences, okay? No player, and here's the big one, no player has ever been suspended twice for domestic violence in Major League Baseball history. It has not happened. And I looked at the list of people who have been suspended, and it there are about 20 people on the list who have faced any sort of action, adverse action by Major League Baseball since they instituted this, these policies, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, previous MLB suspensions for domestic violence under the specific policy that they have between the, you know, this is something that they, uh, in the CBA, they agree on, right? Mm-hmm. So under that, under the under the terms of the agreement, Previous MLB suspensions have lasted anywhere from 15 to 194 games. 194 games was Trevor Bauer. And it was brought down from what, 200-something, right? Or 300-something. I can't remember exactly, but it was basically... It was like two years. Yeah, it was essentially two years. Um, So he finished out a bunch of it, and then he went to... I think it was was it free agency or did they just option him or something? They they DFA'd him. That's what it was. Because they owed him some money, still said they had to DFA him. So if this results in an additional suspension for Julio Arias, then we're gonna end up with a historical moment for baseball players. And that's a rut row of the most monumental proportions. Um, it's going to set new precedent. Yeah, it will. And I think the big thing that this comes down to is that I don't think we see him pitch again this year, if ever again in a dot. Actually, he'll be a free agent this offseason. That's right. I'm certain they're not going to bring him back. Absolutely not. Because they, we we saw with Bauer when he when his suspension ended and when he was going through any of his stuff, there was like they, they had no use for him in that clubhouse. No, it is a remorseless goodbye. And rightly so. Right. I'd say. For sure. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. Um, but the thing that's crazy is that for Dodger pitching at this point, it's kind of like they need him. Because we've talked the last couple weeks about like Gonsolin gone for the year. Yeah. Uh, Walker right. Buell kind of working his way back. He looks pretty good in AAA. Yeah. He does but, look pretty good in AAA, but Dustin May is also out. Right. Yeah. And so it makes you wonder what they're going to do, right? <clears throat> yeah. yeah I, and it, <laughs> I don't want to say it's funny, but like they have really, after they going on that tear, them and Seattle have not looked great the last week, which is so sad, but yeah. So, so I wonder I if, if uh, you know, Things like this reverberate throughout the clubhouse, though, and the the entire organization is going to feel the effects of this. And in certain cases, that could be really good for people. I mean, they've had five rookies come up and down during the season at the and take the mound, and so we've seen certain production from those rookies here and there, and then Triple A, uh, obviously. But uh, at the mm-hmm. big league level, they have five guys that have bounced in and out of the clubhouse, so. There are people in the farm system that they can call on, whether or not that they're they're going to be any good or going to be able to help right. carry this team through 
how deep well, in the playoffs we don't know. That's the issue right there is that like you get a bunch of young guys and and you know sometimes we talked about how maybe they just don't know any better, right? But they all know, they all understand the gravity of the situation of the playoffs and some guys it'll get to, some guys it won't. And yeah. some guys just like I mean they're the best of the best take the next step in the postseason, right? So yeah. it it could be really tough for the Dodgers come come October with all these issues that they're dealing with right now. The other problem is, is that Clayton Kershaw against Miami recently showed low velocity and quite a bit of location issues. Um, it's the speculation now becomes, did his shoulder injury from earlier in the season all the way heal? Did they rush him back? Is, mm. is that why we saw these five rookies come up and down so much and not just the, uh, Walker Bueller gap and the you know the Dustin May Tony Gonsolin situation. I don't yeah. know, but we also know that Kershaw has you know certain postseason endurance problems anyway. Right. So that's a big rut row question mark there for the Dodgers. But yeah. Walker Bueller has done decent in AAA. I think his last outing he threw two innings and did pretty pretty well. So yeah. Ramping up real slow. I think they'll be really glad to have him, though, when, when the time comes. Yeah. No <laughs> Big <doubt>. time. <laughs> uh, and he's recovering from surgery. Uh, I think it was a 2022 Tommy John surgery, if yep. I'm not mistaken. Yep, Tommy John, so, about halfway through the season. Yeah, okay, so that's that's my you see, that's my tie-in. You see what I did there? I, so that's, yeah, that's I saw in French. They call that a liaison, where you take the syllables. Of the ah, two, yes. Okay. Bring them together. Sandy Alcantara. He plays for Miami. He's put on the IL, 15-day IL, specifically for a flexor strain. And the question now becomes, is this why his year has been so off? It very well could be because we talk about it all the time. Guys come in and they don't look good. They have two, three terrible outings. And then next thing you know, on the IL and Tommy John. And the flexor strain is the first step towards Tommy John nine times out of 10 Dustin may Robbie Ray and drew Rasmussen all this year were put on the IL for a flexor strain and then needed Tommy John after not long. So, right. So his, his numbers right now, let's see 2023. I don't care about wins and losses. ZRA is at 4.14. That's over 28 starts. Um, he has thrown three complete games, which is which is good, over 184 and two-thirds innings. Um, but, you know, anyway, it's just not where he's supposed to be. His this last... is the thing, is that, like, you can still pitch with a torn UCL. Guys do it all the time. I talk yeah. all the time about Felix Hernandez pitching with a UCL, but you don't get the velocity, and you certainly shouldn't be throwing a slider, right? Right. And guys where that's their bread and butter is – heat and a slider you're gonna run into problems so so i i do think he's been dealing with this for much of the year if not all of it and that's why we've he hasn't been the cy young guy that we saw last year to the point brig that if i see him on the mound for the marlins i take the money line the opposite direction oh you had all the way down like clockwork oh big time yeah i've won a lot of money Mm. at the marlins this year and part of what's the Marlins losing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, thanks, Brad, for telling us all the way in September. Um, no. <laughs> I've been telling you. I, I didn't tell you that part, but I've been telling you that I've been winning with the Marlins. Anyway. The Marlins are looking to replace Alcantara. They've already called up Ed, Edward Cabrera. Edward Cabrera has 17 starts with the big club early this season and throughout. Um, in that time, he posted a 4.79 ERA and walked about 15% of batters, which is a big fat rut row. Um, he's had five AAA outings recently and, and since his big league bouncing around. He's posting a 2.22 ERA with a lower, slightly lower 10% walk rate at the AAA level. That's not a good enough replacement for Sandy. No, and pitching's been a, been an issue with the Marlins all year. Somehow they continue to win just because I'd say it all the time, that offense can hit with anybody. But the so, issue is their, their pitching, especially their bullpen, is not good. But yeah. I I don't know. Now they've got Jorge Soler out with an oblique issue. Dude, Ugh. Ugh. I wanted the Marlins mad. to make the wild card this year. I still don't know if they're going to. That's the question. They have three weeks left of the season. Do you think this, obviously it's going to have a huge impact on their abilities to make the wild card and make it in, interesting, but do you think that they still have a chance or is this it? This is the thing is I don't think that the, that Alcantara's injury is what's going to cause the problem because he's kind of been a problem for a lot of the year. He's been somewhat of a liability, right? Sure. The problem is going to be not having Jorge Soler's bat for probably the rest of the way because of an oblique issue. I think he's on the 10-day IL. He's on the 10-day. It takes longer than 10 days to heal an oblique issue. So yeah. that's yeah. going to be the bigger problem than having Alcantara out because he was kind of a problem, like I said, yeah. most of the year. So Jorge Soler has uh, 35 home runs. His batting is a pretty solid 240 right now. So uh, for those of you that are into – batting average still that's where we're sitting his uh obp 329 slugging 513 his ops is at 842 he's i would say he's a little inconsistent throughout the year but he when he's, he's streaky hot, the thing is, is when he's hot he is red hot he is fire is nightmarish yeah 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 he went on that tear earlier this year where he was hitting home runs off i think it was like home runs off lefties every like third at bat yeah something like that so it's it, it, but but when he's bad, or I shouldn't say bad, when he's not on, when he's not hot, mm -hmm. he's it's bad, it's ugly. It can be, yeah, yeah. All right, so for you Miami fans out there, we'll be watching very closely because up until now, that that race has been pretty tight with Cincinnati, and now we don't know. It's a big Cincinnati's question. having a good week, so look out. Yeah. Let's move on to another rut row situation because it seems like there are so many. So much rut row. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Trout. My, well, the Angels are in shambles. Okay, and they the Angels are everything. a generally speaking rut row situation and have been yes. for much of the year. Yeah, but then they they just put everybody possible on the waiver line, waiver wire, and a bunch of guys moved, and it was awesome for everybody but Anaheim, and so. Now we get a released statement from Mike Trout saying he's ready to have conversations with the front office this offseason. And that's all we know right now. <laughs> I just love that. He Super should, though. He, you he absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if I'm him, I'm like, okay, I have a lot of time left, left here. 
what are we going to do to make this better? Because right yeah. now it is a mess and it has been a mess for a very long time. I understand we had Shohei Otani that unfortunately did not move the needle. Do we need to get a better training staff? Do we need to move Anthony Rendon? Do we need, maybe let's focus on pitching for a day or two to get things yeah. right there. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's such, such a mess that I, they're going to have to sell him on a three-year rebuild at least. Or what? That's the question. Or what? Hmm. Do you think he demands a trade? I don't know that it's in his personality, but I'm sure I w- wouldn't put his past and put it past his agent to do the dirty work for him. Right. And and you know what? Sometimes when guys demand trades, they're like, you know, the, the court of public opinion is kind of like, why would you do that? Oh, you know, but I think if Trout demanded a trade, the entire world, including Angels fans, would be like, yes, trade the man. Trade it. Every, Send him yes. to a contender. Every day. Every Angels fan I know says, send that man to a contender. Let him win. Yep. That's exactly right. He's uh, re- he's represented by Craig Landis. So um, Craig Landis has been 12 years, I think, his representative for 12 years. So anyway, I throw this joke around when we brought this up. Um, and I want to see a player manager situation. <laughs> that's what i want to be better want than the manager, managerial situation they have right now i know i want an old school player manager situation i want like a i don't know like a honus wagner type thing or a something like that where he's like i'm in charge thank you that would be fascinating yeah i'm gonna play but with i'm also his, in charge. and you know what the thing is is with with as much as the front office runs things on the field anyway as far as like putting together uh, lineup based on uh, splits and stats and stuff like that and yeah. analytics it probably wouldn't be too big of a load on him and no, no. everybody would listen to him he would never that's lose what, the clubhouse that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying he would he would be like what are we going to do not what am i going to tell you to do you go out there and do it or don't and then i get mad no, right. it's what are we going to do? I didn't pull my weight. You didn't pull your weight. Let's work together. I think that because of the shambles that Anaheim's got themselves into right now, we could see something like it's never going to happen. Let's be completely honest. It'll never happen. But if it were to happen, I think it would be bangerang. It would be. And th- this is the thing, though. This is why. And you know. <laughs> I could see a lot of teams doing it. The problem is, is that I don't think that the Angels are an organization that is willing enough to be radical in that way. No way. You know, yeah. like they for so long have gone after the top talent, the tradition, you know, quote unquote traditional way of building a building a winner because that's the what the Yankees established as a way to build a winner for a long time. So they right. went and did that, and then it didn't work. Okay, let's draft the best available player when when it's our turn to pick. Hasn't worked. Not yet, at least. Nope. Right? So they got to figure out something to mix things up, to get things going in the right direction. If, I, if I'm already Moreno, I might be kicking that around, being like, maybe? What do we have to lose at this point? <laughs> That's right. That What do we have to lose at this point is exactly right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Baseball family, we want to know what you think. What what we want to know is would you, are you going to let's see how am I going to word this? Baseball family, do you think player managers under certain circumstances are the way to go? And what do you hope will happen? Put that in the comments. We want to hear from you. If you're Mike Trout in this situation, if you're watching the Angels need a desperate rebuild, what do you hope is going to happen with these conversations they're going to have in the offseason? That's what we want to know. Really quick, Brad, before we move on, we've got a comment from Daryl Digwood. He wants to know, will Andrew McCutcheon be back in Pittsburgh next year to hit his 300th home run? Um, Thanks, Daryl. That's a great he question. Has, he needs one. I could see him because he has a partial Achilles tear. Yeah. So he's going to miss the rest of the season. He has 299 home runs right now. Yeah. What I could see happening with him is doing what he needs to do to rehab and get back. And if he ends up having surgery on it, he'll probably be out for a solid chunk of next year. Yeah. So maybe so if he comes back, let's say in like June or July, because of this this Achilles tear, I could see him hitting one and then just riding out the rest of the season with the Pirates, however they are, right? Mm. Okay. Um. But if he doesn't need to have surgery, if he can just rehab it and it's good to go by the start of next season, and the Pirates don't look like they're going to be any better than what they are this year, I could see him hitting one and then hanging it up. And a formal retirement announcement at whatever mm-hmm. point midway in the season. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And it's an agreement that he's come to with the Pirates, just saying, I just want to get my one. And then I'm, and then I got to be done. But he has talked about how he's ha- back to having fun this year. Right. So and, I don't know. But he is 37. Like that's, which is fine. He's not old. But, he's 37. No, he's not old. That's not what I'm saying. What, what I'm saying is that's perfect for him to be in a full-time DH role and, and bring his leadership, bring his experience into the clubhouse, help build this younger team up to what they could be, and uh, hopefully help influence the front office to make the changes that they need to make. That We got a glimpse of it early in the season. It's not that far-fetched. Right. Yeah. It could just be a couple guys away. What do you think, Daryl? Let us know. Baseball family, let us know. Is McCutcheon coming back next season, given all the situations that he's in? Okay. The Crash Davis situation. Yeah. That's one. (laughs) Boy, that is iconic, isn't it? Isn't that storybook? All right. Let's move on. Tyler Glasnow is a maniac. And uh, he struck out being a maniac. Yeah, finally. He struck out 14 Red Sox on Wednesday's game. It was in the trop. It was in St. Pete. And he this he was a man possessed. That ties his career high strikeout at 14. Um, he did it over six innings with 103 pitches. Which I feel is like not as it's not as economical as I was hoping for. Well, the strikeouts are not economical. That's the thing. Exactly. You get a guy you get a guy who's a high strikeout pitcher and he's going to burn through his pitch count pretty quick. The fact that he had four total base runners with so three hits and probably a walk in there, right? That's so that's the not thing. helping there was, any. Th- there's yep. But no, it wasn't a walk. 
didn't, he oh. didn't give up a still walk. If I remember okay. right. Maybe in anyway. So he this is the thing though, is he recorded 18 outs. Right. And struck out 14 of them. <laughs> That's what's bananas about this. And he yeah. still recorded more than half of the outs of the game as strikeouts. Right. And he only gave up one run in the process. Yeah. It's fabulous. <laughs> yeah. So the question is. Okay, so what? Who cares, right? Why would we bring this up? Well, because playoff races, duh, baseball family, that's why. <laughs> because we are very excited about all of the things, especially, let's be honest, the AL East is still on fire. It's still hot, okay? And everything is up in the air still in the AL East. So let's go right. there, okay? Do it. The Rays currently hold a pretty firm grip on the number one wild card spot in the American League. Okay, they're only in addition, Brad, in addition to that, they're only three and a half games behind Baltimore, not just in the wild card race, but in the division race. It feels like a whole lot more than that for some reason, even though they've because that was what two games like a week and a half ago, something like that. Yeah, but now it's three and a half like it's steadily yeah. growing. So I think that makes it feel bigger, but three and a, three and a half games is not like we said, that's a bad week. Yeah. So it could anyway. So the fact that Glasnow hopefully is back, right, is very interesting for the entire playoff scenario. Um, If the Rays move into first place in the AL East, that would make the Baltimore Orioles. They would automatically assume the number one wild card spot in the American Mm -hmm. League. That's how that's looking right now. Oh, the the Orioles did gain a half a game tonight because the Mariners beat the Rays. So outstanding. There we go. Not so quietly. I want the Orioles to take the division. Even though I'm a Yankees fan, it's just they've earned it. I like them. The end. Go birds at this point. Yeah, for sure. Um, Okay. The Astros make no sense. Speaking of. (laughs) Speaking of playoff races, <laughs> like how are you going to get swept by the Yankees who brought up like 700 rookies all at once <laughs> and then, and, and who couldn't have paid for a win. They couldn't have prayed for a win. They couldn't have bartered or traded for a win to save their life four or five days ago or 10 days ago. And now suddenly they bring up this young core and they call up uh, Austin Wells and Jason Dominguez and all these other kids. And now, and now bada bing. It's like they win like eight out of their last nine. Yeah. It's it's wild. And it's not just that they're, it's not just that the Yankees are winning. It's that they swept the Astros. That's the thing that makes no sense. I know. And that doesn't make any sense. And I wonder if it's one of those things where the Yankees are just playing free and loose now. Like they, they got these kids up who are just like, I got my shot. Like I'm going to take advantage of it. And everybody else is kind of like, we're out of the playoff picture. Almost guaranteed. Almost. Just about mathematically eliminated. So right. take all the pressure off. Just go play. Right? Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they've been putting too much pressure on themselves all season. Wouldn't be surprised. Stanton hit his fourth... 400th career home run, which is very exciting. Um, And we got some insight into Stanton not being such a bum. Yeah. Which I announced to his face 
uh, earlier this season. Man. You know, you know, you talk about that. I was sitting in in right center field when the Mariners were in town, and I so badly wanted to yell "run" to Teoscar Hernandez because I yelled at the TV as like, well, "Now's my chance to yell it in real life." He yeah. didn't ever have to get on more than a trot in right field. Oh, it's like of course. I watched Stanton loaf. Yeah, I look. He's hit or miss at the plate right now, and I'm sure he's working through some stuff, and that's fine. But if you're going to put him in the field, then you absolutely have to move faster. <laughs> you just have to at least look like you're trying, and he doesn't, and that makes yeah. me mad. Yeah, it's okay. frustrating. It's frustrating to watch. Let's talk about the Rangers real quick, Brig, because Dude, yes. I said a couple weeks ago that I didn't think they would make the playoffs, and with the way they played lately, it looks like they don't want to. And with the way that they didn't show up against the Astros this week, talk about baffling. Because they didn't just lose. They got outscored, I want to say it was 39 to 10 in three games. They got blown out of their own stadium. (laughs) Yeah. And and that's the thing that we talk about that's baffling with the Astros. Like you said, they go get swept by the Yankees, and then they go run the the Rangers right out of town, out of their hometown. Right. Right? Like. And Jose Altuve is the first guy ever to hit home runs in like four straight innings. Seriously crazy. You know, yeah. I I don't know what's going on there. And the thing that's even crazier about it is Max Scherzer got shelled. That oh, there everybody's talking about the Scherzer-Verlander matchup. Those guys were teammates earlier this year. Now they're contending for a division title with one another, against one another. And I wonder if, because Scherzer has talked about having a dead arm late in, I think it was in the playoffs a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if, as he's getting older, if that dead arm is catching up with him earlier, and um, if because I'm I'm sure he was trying so hard to carry that Mets team on his back, right? Totally. So I'm curious if he may have over over exerted himself in New York. Now he's gotten to Texas, and he had a couple good outings. I'll give him that. But at he the same did. time, though, getting shelled the way he did against the Astros doesn't bode well for making a run in September. In September to get to October, at this point, they're not even in the playoffs. They're no. on the outside looking in. And they brought you in specifically to help get him over the hump. Him and Chapman. That's what I. Oh no! D- yes, <laughs> that turned out to be a terrible move. <laughs> oh man, I knew they. But do this it. is the thing: is that the Rangers knew what they needed to address, which is the issue I said from the beginning is pitching. Yes, right. And yes. so they addressed it with Degrom out. Address it with Scherzer hasn't been great. Address it with Chapman has been not good at all. Mm-hmm. Especially David in high leverage situations, even worse in high leverage situations. So, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know what it is. I don't know what it is either. But Tell us about the Mariners, Brad, because it looks like they're a game up on Houston, unless something shifted tonight. There, so they're a half a game back from Houston. They were a game, a game out going into today, but since they beat the Rays tonight, the Astros did okay. not play. Half a game back in Houston right now. It looks like it could be a Houston-Seattle race to the finish there for the division. The Mariners, though, have three series. Their last three series of the season, it goes Rangers, Astros, Rangers. Oh. 
I might have a heart attack at the end of the month, break. Yeah. Who at the, the very least indigestion. Crazy. I'm gonna look while you keep talking about the Mariners really quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the tums handy those last that last week and <laughs> tum, a half. Tum, tum, tum. Because... I didn't say that. I we are not sponsored by Tom. It's going to be super scary. Um, <laughs> but they've kind of submitted themselves in the wild card. They're a game and a half up on uh, Toronto at this point, who quietly kind of came back. But, you know, I'm going to save this for, mon- for the big show next week, but there's some really interesting things coming out of Toronto. I saw some stuff on uh, X this morning. While I was yeah. perusing. And uh, fans have some interesting things to say about what's going on in Toronto. And like I said, I'll save it for next week, but it'll, it'll be fun to talk about. That's for sure. So I hate to break it to you, bud. What's up? But Houston faces San Diego. Oh, oh yeah. I know they, they don't have a tough schedule. Kansas I saw City. something before that said that they have the most favorable schedule of the three teams. Yeah. Yeah. Then they because face the Baltimore. Play the Dodgers go, like next week. Yeah. Then they go back to Kansas City. Yeah. And then the Mariners and the D-backs. But with up. the way the Astros have been the last month, you don't know which team is going to make any of those trips or, or take on any of those teams. So You're exactly right. Who's to say? But right? if they show up the way they're supposed to, it it should be favorable. You're right. Right. Well, and if the Mariners show up the way they're supposed to in these games, which they have not been this last week, terrible road trip so far, yeah. um, then they'll pretty much hold serve. Really quick, before we take a break, we've got two things we want to let you know about. First is that we are now getting into magic number land, territory, timeline, I whatever you want to call it. magic number land. I do love magic number land as well. And I went and found some magic numbers, okay? We know now that uh, Oakland, Kansas City, the Mets in New York, Washington, and Colorado, those teams have now all been eliminated. They will not cannot make it to the playoffs okay the braves magic number is 11 to clinch the division i think it's four to make it to the playoffs that's a foregone conclusion the dodgers need nine now only nine it was 10 they won 10 to zero and so it's gone down to nine wow everybody else and this is why it's fun everybody else is to be determined it's not yet clear enough throughout the rest of the league, and that's super exciting. So, that's right. Yeah. Very. Uh, all right. So, real quick, real, hold on, yeah. real quick. I want to do a quick explanation of magic numbers. I think we do it every year, but just real quick, just so that everybody remembers. So, magic number. So, the Braves with a magic number of 11 means that uh, any combination of Braves wins and Phillies losses that reach 11 means that they clinch the division. So if the Braves win one game and the Phillies lose 10, then they clinch. Boom. And then for the Dodgers, it's the Dodgers and the D-backs. Any yep. combination of nine at this point. Yep. Good. Thanks, Brad. That's awesome. All right, baseball family, a couple of times during tonight's episode and every time we talk about anything, we want to know what your opinions are. And we now have the most exciting way for you to interact with those questions. We have partnered with Versus Game to bring you polls and trivia and all sorts of shenanigans and often, honestly, ways to for you to make dollar bills. Okay, we want you to also benefit in as many ways as possible. And that's what we like about versus game. Not only is it fun and interactive, but there are ways for you to play free 
and ways for you to purchase ticket bundles and use that to uh, to make some real money voting on opinion polls and things that uh, prediction polls and different things like that. So if you are on the winning side of a poll or a trivia question, or you get a prediction, right, then you can win the real money. You can play for free, like I said, or you can buy these ticket bundles and uh, you're playing with us. You're playing with other versus game participants and other listeners on the podcast. So what you got to do is you go to btpod.onversus.com on your mobile browser, sign up, and play all of the polls and the games. We have a couple live right now. Again, mobile browser, btpod.onversus.com, and play versus game with us. That's right. You'll love it. It's lots of fun. Right now we have a couple. One of them is, uh, is it okay to leave a game early if your team is getting blown out? Inspired by Briggs' experience at Yankee Stadium. Okay. Thank you. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Subscribe on YouTube so you don't miss a thing. We have, uh, like I said, we didn't have an episode come out this week, but um, every week that we have something come out, then you'll get the big show, and you'll also get notifications when we drop the clips, the bite-sized bits of the episode every single week throughout the week. Okay, let's get into the national TV schedule for this weekend. Um, First things first, Friday night, Apple TV Plus. Love it or hate it, it's still there and it's sticking around. Yeah. First game at 6.40 p.m. Eastern time. You've got the Cardinals the Reds. The Cardinals are 61 and 78. The Reds are 73 and 69. I think the Cardinals are loving this role of playing spoiler because they very well, like, they came real close to sweeping the Braves yeah. <laughs> this week. Yeah. So I don't this will be, be a good series. The Cardinals <laughs> are certainly going to want to try to spoil the division rival. Your other game is the Padres at the Astros. That game is at 8, 10 p.m. Eastern time. This will be a fascinating game to watch. See which totally. Astros team shows up and to see if the Padres still care. We know Manny Machado is, but we don't know if anybody else does. Exactly. I don't think Juan Soto's name has been mentioned once in the last 30 days anywhere. So that's pretty Certainly not here. I think that's the first time. Yeah. Saturday, you uh, your only n- national broadcast for baseball on Saturday will be on FS1. That's at 4.05 p.m. Eastern. That will feature the Seattle Mariners in Tampa Bay playing the Rays. Seattle is 78-61, and 61, Tampa Bay 85-55. and 55. We talked to you a little bit about why that's all important a little bit earlier. But Fox will not be broadcasting any baseball on Saturday evening or during the day at all on Saturday because college football is here and that is what they care about more than baseball. So the <laughs> end. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, so Sunday on Peacock, no baseball. I don't think, I mean, they're not going to be showing football at that hour on Sunday, but uh, mm. just no game this week on Peacock. ESPN, however, does have the Rockies and the Giants at 8, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Notice that the time change there, that's typically at 7, 10 eastern but 8 10 i'm assuming they don't want to go up against a football game start time or something i don't know anyway the rockies are 51 and 88 and eliminated from playoff contention and the giants are 70 and 70 and trying to hold on to the their spot in the wild card or the wild card in general okay before we move on to series to watch we have something we're very excited to tell you about we have a new partnership with New era. Which side is it on? Oh, it's not on this hat because it's, it's old. always on your left ear. Yeah, not on mine because it's an old hat. There it is. Boom. Briggs got it. Boom. So 
If you've listened to the show at all, you know we love hats. Our favorite hats are made by New Era, absolutely. From spring training through the postseason, the Bush Leagues, the Bigs, New Era Cap is the official headwear of Major League Baseball. One of our favorite episodes every year is ranking the newest minor league Copa hats. Now we have the ability to bring you 15% off every New Era hat you buy. So go to yes. neweracap.com and use code baseball together, one word, baseball together at checkout. Again, use code baseball together with no space at neweracap.com for 15% off your order. Some exclusions apply. Jump into the comments and let us know which new era cap you'll be getting next because we are constantly shopping and would love some suggestions if you have some for us. So again, neweracap.com, baseball together, save 15% on your order. We're Guys, very excited about this one. You're going to have 15% off all the new era stuff. <laughs> Seriously, do you see what a big deal this is? This is huge. Huge deal. That's like <laughs> tax and shipping. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, oh, that's no, no, no. fantastic. I lo- and then some. I love it. Pumped. We are freaking pumped that this came Super through pumped. for you yep. guys. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we love it for us, but we love it for you guys because we're going to use it too, okay? <laughs> yep, for sure. All right, let's get into series to watch this weekend. Series I want to watch this weekend. First off, uh, I want to watch the A's of the Rangers. I know the Rangers should be blowing out the A's, but with the way they've been playing lately, and the A's have been playing lately as well, uh, yeah. who knows what's going to happen <laughs> in Arlington. The other one I'll be watching, I'll be paying attention to the Blue Jays because the wild cards are the Royals the Blue Jays. The Royals hit the ball, so that should actually be a pretty fun series. And the Royals took it to the White Sox, who I know don't care anymore. But um, no. but they'll take it to anybody right now because the way they hit the ball. Rig, what series are you going to watch? So I'm watching the Brewers at the Yankees. I think this I was against watching them play, mostly because my feelings were hurt. But anyway, now I, I want to watch what happens with this new group of young guys, and uh, especially playing against the Brewers because – I have selected the Cubs as my pick to overtake the Brew Crew in the standings. So I really want to see what happens, and I get to watch my Yankees play at the same time. D-backs and Cubs, same reason, exactly the same reason, plus there are implications on the Dodgers' magic number, and that will help us sort where the D-backs may fall in the postseason. Orioles, Red Sox, all the same implications with the AL East, fighting back and forth. Brad and I are both going to watch Mariners at the Rays because super freaking duh. Okay. I'd be watching that series no matter what, but yeah, definitely. Same. Padres at Astros, fascinating situation. We talked about why Marlins at Phillies. Again, this applies to the magic number situation and the wild card race in the National League. Very, very exciting there. That's right. Okay. Let's talk about our bets. Um, Last week, I went 0 3. I have been iced cold for like a month brig it has wow. not been good on my picks my wallet none of it uh <laughs> my current record is 28 and 32 um this week this weekend though uh, i think the dodgers the dodgers took it to the marlins today they're not in a good mood they're gonna take it to the nats on friday and so take the dodgers run line over the nats for sure you might not even get plus money on that. They're going to win by so much. Um, but go ahead and take the run line. Saturday, take the Reds run line over the cards. The Reds are playing really good baseball right now. That group can hit the ball, and the cards are not great. I know I talked about the cards wanting to play spoiler, but I think the Reds are going to rise above. And they they got a good group. They're really young, and they're a good group. Good group. Yeah. 
of players. They're they're a good team. And then Sunday, take the Marlins money line over the Phillies, mm-hmm. um, just because I they're not going to lose lose them all, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a pitching matchup. It's a pitching matchup. Ranger Suarez is going right. for the Phillies, and I like the Marlins against Ranger Suarez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. All right. Um, I went two for one, or two and one last week. Not two for one. I went two and one last week, and I'm really excited about that. So, Brad, well, and your your double header parlay is one of those, Brig. Your double header parlay hit. I know. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't <laughs> even believe it. I was like, I saw they saw the first score come in, and I was like, what? <laughs> oh, I never, I never thanked you for that, by the way, because I did. I played it. You did? Yeah, I did. Yeah, That's I won awesome. on one of your picks, not on mine. <laughs> I love that for you. And I love that for me. So, bada bing. <laughs> um, okay, so Phillies, so my Friday pick this week, Phillies money line over the Marlins. This, of course, comes down to pitching. And I'm going to pull it up right now so that I can make it very clear. Um, Sanchez has the bump for the Phillies. And Perez has the bump for the Marlins. Um, I just feel really good about the Phillies taking that situation. I think that their bats have more pop. Like, let's be honest. I think that the Sandy Alcantara, uh, Jorge Soler situation is going to ripple through the clubhouse and the Phillies are angry. And I think they're just take the Phillies money line over the Marlins on Friday. The Orioles money line over the Red Sox is my Saturday pick. Um, this, this is a little bit to do with a pitching matchup, but mostly I would pick this situation no matter what that's what i would say um but it's the money line not the run line and then sunday the yankees are going to take the brewers go with the run line on sunday the core the young core is hot even garrett cole in a day game garrett cole in a day game that's what i was going to say he somehow seems to have figured something out with day games okay yeah he doesn't stink it up as hard as he did even just 60 days ago (laughs) understand what has happened but i'm here for it i'm very grateful all right brad all right blackjack brad's black flag pick of the week i believe i'm four and five on these now last week's pick lost i had alex Verdugo homering on sunday and he did not he went over um but this week brig this is like i swear this is a lock against the marlins on saturday okay nick castellanos to hit homer If something unfortunate happens in the next 48 hours, Nick Castellanos is guaranteed to homer. So <laughs> yeah, I think he'll homer anyway, right. but then you can lock it. <laughs> go, go, somebody go kick their dog or something. So. <laughs> no, we don't condone that. No, I die. That's, that's not, I did not mean that. Do not, <laughs> do not be violent. Just don't be violent. Okay. Anyway, baseball family, thank you for supporting us in all the ways that you do. Thanks for being here tonight on the show or watching it later if that's what you're into. It doesn't matter to us. We're really excited that you're watching it at all. Um, We could not do what we're doing without you. If you want to support us, we've listed a number of ways to do that, but there are obviously all kinds of ways. Um, We have our partnerships listed um, in the comment section, in the in the description section of every episode, so you can jump in there and look it up. But I'm just going to hit them really quick so we don't go over. We're partnered with Chinook Seeds. They're the best seeds ever, and you can get a discount on the seeds there. We are partnered with Seed Sack, which is the perfect companion to the dis- to the discounted Chinook Seeds. 
uh, which again are the best seeds ever. And that thing fits right in your back pocket. It's the best way to consume your seeds, especially if you're at practice or at the ballpark. Um, you can also jump on Patreon. There it is. You can jump on Patreon and um, there are five tiers of support there. Go look them up and see if you, if one of them speaks to you, be very excited to have your support that way. And for less than one of my bougie coffees, you can support us and help us get a couple of things we want to get off the ground. Baseball family, thanks for joining us. What a great time we had. Thanks for indulging us in 